0: Hi, Matt family. Welcome back to another episode of Beyond the Mat. I'm Lisa Schoenholt, owner of Brooklyn Embodied Pilates. And in this mom-centered podcast, we discuss pre and postnatal exercise, labor and birth injuries, the demands of motherhood and everything in between. In this episode, we will be talking with fellow Brooklyn Embodied teacher, Kristen LaTerry, and learning about lifting weights, why it is important, and a new program that she has created for Brooklyn Embodied clients. In addition to being a Pilates instructor, Kristen is also a NASM-certified personal trainer. Kristen, thanks so much for joining us back today.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: Okay, so let's go right into it and start with what is this new program that you have created?
1: So this is an individualized strength training program that you can do on your own at home. It's designed specifically for you, like it's an individualized program, and it consists of three parts. Mm-hmm. So one is a 30-minute assessment where we go over your goals, health history, and do a movement assessment. So this part is for new clients starting mm-hmm. the program. Got it. The second part is a 60-minute session where I teach you this program that I've designed specifically for you based on the information from the 30 minute assessment. Right. The third piece is you have access to me mm-hmm. for the whole training phase, which is usually four to six weeks. We use we leave the comments on for six weeks.
0: Right. Okay. That sounds um that sounds great. I know um we've had some clients already starting this program before we've actually officially launched it. And actually it's you're getting such wonderful feedback and everyone is is loving it. And there's already a wait list and we haven't even really told people about it yet, which is um, really amazing. So it's, it's a really great program. Can you just go into what is access to you mean? So basically someone has access to you for this four to six week cycle.
1: Right. So clients will receive the program in a Google document. Mm-hmm. And we can communicate directly through that doc using the comments function. So if somebody has a question about a specific exercise or a weight, they can just ask me in the document, and I will respond right there. So you know they can also like check back and Mm -hmm. be like, oh, I know I asked her that question, but um, you know if you can't remember the answer, like it's Mm -hmm. all kind of housed in the same place Mm -hmm. in that.
0: Yeah. That's actually really, um, I really love that. Cause I know, you know, especially for me, like when I give clients homework, they, you know, some people will go home, they'll start doing it. And then a lot of times like things get lost or lost in translation they come back and they're like, well, I've been practicing this every day, but like, I actually didn't really understand fully what I was doing. So I think it's, you know, really great part. And I think that's one of the special things about this program is that you are in touch with them in communication while they are doing your program cycle, which is really great.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, And actually using that doc, I can also mm -hmm. see the progress that they've made. So like I can log into the doc and see you know, what's going on so that mm-hmm. when they're ready for the next phase, mm-hmm. it's not like we have to go back and, you know, they have to remember anything. Right. Um, there's columns that they can mark what they've done. And the people mm-hmm. who have started the program have wanted to mark their progress. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can, I can see, you know, what's going on.
0: What's going on. Yeah. And then, so let's say, you know, someone new comes to you, you know, who's never lifted weights before? You design this, yeah, I would say like a beginner program for them. They do it four to six weeks. And then you know what happens at the end of the cycle.
1: Right. So at the end of the cycle, the the programs are meant to be used for about four to six weeks. And again, like there's some flexibility in that because mm-hmm. it's individualized. Right. So based on your goals, based on where you are, um, you know, and also just how, how soon you want a new program. Mm Um, so you'll either email me or you can, you know, use that comment function again, and we'll set up another 60 minute session Mm -hmm. where based on that first program, you know, I'll come in with kind of an idea of what's going on because I'll have seen the questions that someone asked in that first phase. Mm -hmm. then I'm going to give you phase two of your program. Mm -hmm. And so that's going to change some variables. And that will, again, really depend on the individual's specific goals and where they are. Um, It also gives me the opportunity to check in on um, like certain movement patterns. So in the beginning, I want to make sure that every client understands the basic movement patterns that are the foundation for all movements so like mm-hmm. Pilates too you know right but um so let's say that someone had a question or they weren't feeling totally confident mm-hmm. with their chest press with a right. pressing movement mm-hmm. so having that next individual session you know four weeks later or six weeks later right, I can look at what they're doing and we can really kind of do like a little bit of a deeper dive Mm -hmm. into a press so that hopefully they're comfortable and they can work on it during the next phase.
0: I see. Yes. So that's great. So it's like, you're checking in, you're looking at their form alignment, and then maybe that's when you're either increasing the weight depending on what or switching up some muscle groups to avoid injury and things like that. Right. Yeah. That really sounds amazing. So I just, I think a lot of the clients that come to us are ready um, besides the ones that are also have started taking your intro to Strength class, which again, clients really love that class. Um, You know, most of our clients are doing just Pilates and then let's say they also do a walking program. Like that's pretty much their exercise routine. So can you just talk about why is it important to lift weights? Sure.
1: So I'm going to answer this question in two parts, actually, for Mm -hmm. like kind of two different kinds of clients that we have. Right. Brooklyn embodied. So first for our pre and uh, postnatal clients, you can train for like the different stages of pregnancy and delivery Mm -hmm. and then um, being a new mom or having, you right. know, another kid, like just, mm-hmm. you know, after um, like you're training for an event. Right. So we can strength train, you know, like you're an athlete training for any kind of event, just like you would train mm-hmm. for a marathon. Right. Um so and then the the second piece is as we age, naturally, you know, we lose muscle mass and function due Mm -hmm. to, you know, like a number of reasons, hormonal changes, uh, sometimes declines in activity. Mm -hmm. Um, And so resistance training builds muscle and reduces the loss of muscle mass. Right. And you have to do this with more than your body weight to Mm -hmm. build muscle right faster than you're losing it. Um, so as we age, building muscle is also important because it helps with balance and coordination Mm -hmm. and fall prevention. Right. Um, also bone density. Mm -hmm. So when you strength train, you're putting stress on your bones from the movement and that leads, um, to greater bone density and stronger. bones. So really it's like a better quality of life
0: for everybody. (laughs) everybody. Um, especially if you've, are going through menopause also, um, right. Because you naturally, as you go through menopause, you naturally lose some, um, muscle mass due to those hormonal changes, which, uh, is an unfortunate part, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but I actually have heard, and I know we've learned, um, in some of our, we've all taken, you know, menopause courses that, after menopause is really the only time in your life where you're not having these hormonal dips. This is when you finish menopause. And actually that's your chance to like become as strong as you've ever been is after menopause, because you can constantly make progress. You, there aren't these like dips down due to, you know, your menstrual cycle or, you know, being prenatal or postnatal. So um, yay for post menopause, we can really get really, really strong. So something to also look forward to.
1: Yeah, because that's just a myth that, you know, you can't gain muscle as you age.
0: Yes. So for our listeners, you can gain muscle after menopause, but you do need to do some type of strength or resistance training.
1: Right. Like you have to pick up heavy things.
0: You, yes. (laughs) (laughs) okay and you know what if this is also super this is exactly me by the way what if you don't consider yourself a waste person like me you know like I would never I don't want to say never I have gone before but I'm not really I wouldn't consider myself like a gym person I don't want to go to a gym yeah I mean for a variety of reasons actually and it's like you know I walk I do Pilates I'm really flexible like I've got some strength but like lifting weights is something that's just really foreign to me so like can you talk about that if you just are like oh, I'm not really a weights person like how can you just get into this
1: right so I think this is a really good entry point to learning how to lift weights mm-hmm. um you know so as we said in the beginning the program starts with where you are so I'll program you know for you and teach you the movement patterns if you mm-hmm. don't you know, if the person doesn't know them. Right. Um, And also you can do this from your own home. You can do it wherever you want. Like if you mm-hmm. want to do it in your backyard, like you can bring right. your weight outside if that's, you know, somewhere you feel more comfortable. Um, mm-hmm. And also, you know, the program has to be based on a progression, right? So okay. you have to learn the basics and then, you know, you keep adding more things onto that. Mm -hmm. Um, But there are a lot of different ways to program effectively that are scientifically sound that Mm -hmm. can be fun. So that's where kind of like the art of programming comes in. And I really do try to listen and make it fun for people Mm -hmm. um, so that they'll keep going with it. Um, Also, Pilates is a really great compliment to mm-hmm. strength training. So, you know, for a lot of our clients who have never picked up a weight before, you know, I sprinkle in a lot of uh like moves that right. you will recognize mm-hmm. from our Brooklyn embodied Pilates classes. Mm-hmm. Um so not everything is gonna be completely new, like a lot of the core stuff, you know, mm-hmm. will look familiar. Right. Um also if you are an endurance athlete, like a runner, a cyclist, mm-hmm. Uh, like skier, mm-hmm. um, strength training can really help prevent overuse injuries. Yeah. Um, well, really, for any kind for anybody, of anybody, but I would say <laughs> that's <laughs> like, actually for anybody. Yeah. But, um, you know, so that's, you know, even if you don't consider yourself a weights person, sometimes if you start and the program is designed for you,
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know, you start feeling the benefits. And you're like, oh, you know, I kind of like this, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, because walking into a weight room at like a big box gym for a lot of different reasons.
0: Yeah. You're like, what am I doing? you
1: like challenging for some people. And I totally get that.
0: Right. Yeah. Um, Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. I think it's really great um, because I'm just now thinking of, I have so many clients who are runners. Um, I would say runners specifically, like I see that the most where they're doing Pilates to complement the running, which it is. And then I also do see that as, you know, we're aging that they, especially the runners are doing a lot of like troubleshooting injuries. And it's like, and I think something that they might be missing would be something like this to like build strength a little bit. So they're using Pilates to do a little bit of rehab which is helping and then I think this would be maybe that missing piece too so um I think this is a really good idea for all my my running clients um and also I really love that you said it's fun because that's like I'm only going to do something if it's fun honestly um (laughs) so I know that you know Kristen does teach um an intro this intro to strength training class like beginner weights class Wednesdays at 10 30 in the morning and that's something that I put on my calendar you know every week and I try to take it when I can and it 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 is fun actually and it's like speaking about someone who's new to weights and you know don't, wouldn't consider myself like a waist person or this and that and you know if I do a push-up I can go halfway and I'm like ah, oh, that's good and I don't really love to sweat um you know And it's, it is really nice. And I, I feel so good for the rest of the day. And it is a different feeling than I get when I work myself out in a Pilates workout. Like it's a much different feeling. Um, and it, it is fun and, you know, and also being someone like, I'm probably lifting the lightest weights out of everyone in the class, um, which is fine. You know, I have like, I use three pounds, I'd say for most of it. And it's like, I'm just, you know, dipping my toes at nice and slow. So, and I think that's where a lot of our clients are actually is similar to that. And like, this is really their first time like picking up weights. Mm -hmm. Um,
1: Yeah. I really like, that's something that I really like actually is teaching people how to use weights. mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I really, I really kind of like helping people find that foundation Mm -hmm. so that they can go on to do whatever. They can continue with me. They can do kind of like anything, but they have this like really great foundation. And I think Brooklyn Embodied is a nice Mm -hmm. community for that as well. Mm -hmm. Um, There's
0: no competitiveness. No one's like judging you. Right. If you're doing, yeah.
1: One thing I wanted to say, um, kind Mm -hmm. of just going back to like if you're a runner or um you know if you play pickleball which is like so popular now or tennis oh or trendy anything, yeah everyone's now you know doing like pickleball. anything right. like that I, I think one thing that's really kind of different and nice about this program mm-hmm. and using these phases mm-hmm. of programming and since it is so individualized like I program for you and what you're doing. So like if right. you tell me that like tennis season is starting right mm-hmm. now,
2: mm-hmm.
1: like your program is going to be different than right. when you're in the off season. Okay. And so, um, you know, one thing that's really important about, you know, programming is that it's really essential to have periods of like rest where you're not mm-hmm. maxing out and you need to give your body a chance to recover. And that's like, yes, day-to-day, like when you're in a phase, you do need to give yourself a rest day,
2: Mm -hmm.
1: but also, you know, you might want to take four weeks where, you know, you're not really lifting to, you know, like 80% of your Mm -hmm. max weight for an exercise. Like what you need to give your muscles some time, Mm -hmm. um, to rest, which is, you know, part of a healthy program that right. also reduces mm-hmm. um, risk of injury.
0: Right. Yeah. I know we're actually in a little bit, we're going to get into like RPE too. Um, yeah. Yeah. Actually, let's just talk about that right now. So because okay. that's something, you know, I've heard you say RPE or I've heard you say, you know, this number out of 10. So what is RPE? What does that mean? Right. So RPE what do you be? is yeah.
1: rate of perceived exertion. And Mm -hmm. so for this program, we use a one, like a zero to 10 scale. So zero being, I'm not moving. I could do this forever and ever and ever. And 10 is like, I'm maxed out. I cannot do one more. Okay. So um, using a rate of perceived exertion, you want to be, so let's say I'm saying you should be at the end of, three sets, Mm -hmm. 10 reps, you should be a seven out of 10. So I want that person to feel like, you know, they're not maxed out, but they are Mm -hmm. doing like a decent amount of work. Mm -hmm. Um, So I want every rep in those three sets to feel like, you know, you don't want to go over that. So that last rep, it's like you're a 7 out of 10 and you could do maybe two or three more reps and right. still stay at a 7 out of 10 because right. what happens is that if you go over that mm-hmm. and you start losing form maybe something shifts right um either a you're just not going to get the full benefit of right. the exercise or b you know you could potentially
2: mm-hmm.
1: like get injured
2: right I think that's just
1: like what we don't want like we don't want to have to take any injury breaks
0: right (laughs) yes
1: so um so we used rate of perceived exertion Mm -hmm. um I think that's a great way to do a program like on your own so that you know like depending on the person if you're comfortable Mm -hmm. adjusting the weights yourself Mm -hmm. like you know and we can talk that's something that we can talk about in that individualized session which is why it's so nice to have it at the beginning of each period like how do I know when I'm ready? Like we'll kind of talk about rate of perceived exertion. Mm -hmm. Other thing that's really nice about using this is, um, you know how we were talking earlier about like hormonal changes Mm -hmm. and, you know, different energy levels, like as your hormones change. Mm -hmm. One day you could wake up and just like not be feeling it. And this also happens a lot with um, our pregnant clients too, Mm -hmm. just right. Yeah. Yeah. For like sure. Up, how much energy <laughs> you're gonna have? So, yeah. if you can still do your workout, you mm-hmm. know, you can take the weight down, and you know yeah. that you're that's your rate. Of, you're still at a seven out of ten that day.
0: Oh, okay. I um, see.
1: but like if you're having, you know, a day where you know you really have a ton of energy, maybe mm-hmm. you can do more that day. Right. But it doesn't have to be the baseline. Like for every like every single workout after that isn't like a mm-hmm. fail if you if you right. don't have the energy. Um. Because one thing that I think, you know, like I try to avoid is if I'm feeling really tired, like if I didn't get a good enough Mm -hmm. sleep and then I try to really push through a workout Yeah, that when I'm like sloppy with my Mm form and, you know, it's just like, eh, so why not even do, why not take the weight down?
0: Right. That makes so much sense. And I think that's so important for clients to, to know, and that's a great, just way of thinking about it, like you're still a seven out of 10, depending mm. on the day. So I think something like I hear a lot is clients are just really, really hard on themselves. Actually, I probably hear that the most. And it's like, they have all this going on, they didn't sleep, you know, let's say their kid was sick, they slept in their bed, that night. Like they only slept for five hours. And they're expecting their body to function. Like they had eight hours sleep. And like, Had breakfast, you know? And so I think that, um, it's really important to note that just, you are able to adjust and it's okay to adjust also depends on what's going on. Maybe like where you are in your cycle, it's still okay. You're still at a seven out of 10. You're still getting the full benefit. It's not like you're trying to just push your body past its range for that day. Right. Um, And it
1: really helps with like mm long-term consistency.
0: Right. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I really like that. And, you know, you talked a little bit about already, like sort of what's different about this program, but is there anything that you might want to add? Because something that I do hear very often is that clients, you know, come to me for Pilates or maybe to you for Pilates or maybe take your class and they want more. So then they go on YouTube and they just, you know, search for like a beginner weights workout. And so sort of what is, what is that difference of having this specific program designed for them versus just going on YouTube and like randomly picking out a workout?
1: Right. So, okay. So, I mean, I guess I already said it, but right. okay, like, yeah. <laughs> is based on the assessment and your goals. So you can ask questions throughout that program phase about six weeks and mm-hmm. um, then you know you can come back and I can see the progress and create the next phase. You can also let me know if anything changes, goals, right. lifestyle, like anything. So having it, it's like having me available mm-hmm. to help with the program um, without having to make the commitment of, you know, setting a weekly session. Right. Um is really helpful. I think, you know, following along with a YouTube video too, there's no, um, like, that's not a program per se. Okay. Just go online. So I don't want to confuse that with Mm -hmm. like a program that's not individualized. Right. So you could find a program that's not individualized, Mm -hmm. but then you'd have to know how to adjust it for yourself. So like, for example, for me, Whenever I've tried to do a program that, you know, the, the phases are Mm -hmm. good and you are building upon, like you are making progress and it is a progression, but I have to almost always adjust the shoulder stuff. Mm -hmm. The weight is almost always not right for me. Right. And often I end up coming to you, (laughs) I hurt my shoulder again. Um, Right so so ours is individualized so you're mm-hmm. gonna have like if you have a shoulder issue or right. you have pelvic pain like right. that's gonna already be done for you it takes right. like the guesswork out you're not gonna have to try to teach yourself you're not right. gonna have to figure that out um you're not gonna have to other, figure.
0: Yeah go ahead, like, is this safe for me to do because I have, let's say, pubic symphysis derangement or if I have prolapse, like-
1: Exactly. And you're not going to have to be like, okay, we're doing clamshells now. Like, what am I going to do instead? Right. Um, You know, so it takes a guesswork out of that. Now, Mm -hmm. the other thing that I think um, you could do is look, you know, you could go on YouTube and just, or something and like Mm -hmm. pick a new video every week. Mm -hmm. That's movement. That's great. Like, we're not- Saying don't move, yeah, but yeah, that is not a program. Right. So that, so you know, like for programming, you need to build on the foundation that right. you know you started with. Mm-hmm. So there is no adjustment there mm-hmm. for really like uh, gaining a skill, like if you right. want to work on your hinge mm-hmm. or deadlift or something yes. like that. Um, right. you know, because you're gonna have to practice the skill over, the skill, over right. and over. yeah just like
0: yeah. no <laughs> you know, that, just like, clear yeah
1: and then also though you know like i said earlier yes you're going to have to practice that skill but at some point you're going to kind of get to the end of like that full program cycle and maybe you've right. gone through six phases mm-hmm. and so now you're in a phase where you're you know using a lot of power or lifting mm-hmm. heavy weight or something like that you need to circle back and go back to like a phase mm-hmm. where you're doing more stability. Mm-hmm. that doesn't mean that you have to repeat the same thing that you did, right, you know, mm-hmm. six months ago or whatever mm-hmm. you could. but it's kind of more fun not to. So like, you know, and also it might not be where you are. So this this programming like takes into kind of it it takes in like the long term into account right
0: mm-hmm. um I just had a random thought. Um, <laughs> so I have, and I think you, you have worked with maybe a couple of these clients and some of them do take your, the weights class. Um, but we also at Brooklyn embodied have a, a large like percent of clients who have autoimmune, um, conditions. And originally when I started working with them, you know, I, we start off pretty, pretty slow and like, and, you know, slowly build up and just, can you talk about how it would be? Because I, I think it would be just so, so helpful for them. And like, along with their autoimmune condition, like sometimes they have just a lot of fatigue or like chronic pain. And the clients who have started to do this actually are feeling like more energy, um, you know, and it's it's just so good for them. And that's something that I it's like, it took me a while to be like, oh yeah, this would be perfect for these clients that are coming is to like, you know, and I know some of them, um, I know you could, maybe you can talk about a little bit, but like maybe they start with resistance bands and like not even weights or it's like such lightweight and it is it is starting where they are and going through, but like actually helping them gain some strength when that's something that's actually very hard for them.
1: Yeah. So the first thing we do is you know learn the movement patterns right with no loop. Mm-hmm. so maybe we'll take like a band but not even like loop it around not even put any resistance on it and mm-hmm. you know learn the movement pattern right then yes for certain people again like this is why that assessment is so important it's so important right like really see like where you are and mm-hmm. i you know can and also that first session where I'm teaching mm-hmm. things, it gives me time to adjust. So like, if I'm like, oh, we got to either increase that weight mm-hmm. for this or like, let's maybe I'll put something else in, right. like, you know, it really, it gives me time to like, really see um, what's going on. So first the movement pattern, then for some people, yeah, maybe like the weights are too much. Mm-hmm. Um so, but I think for most people, like lightweight, maybe a combination of lightweights mm-hmm. and the resistance and bands has mm-hmm. been um, really helpful. Resistance yes. bands also can become like very heavy too. Mm-hmm. So if that's actually like another answer to that question, what if I'm not a weights person? Mm-hmm. Right. I think um, like resistance bands that will like literally hold your weight and you could do like mm-hmm. an assisted pull-up with them. So mm-hmm. like the bands can be very heavy too. Um, right. And that's also another really fun way, to work out and has its own benefits. Mm -hmm. Right. And it is, you know, it's, you're putting, you know, more load on your, Mm -hmm. than your body. Right. Yeah. Um, So for, so for those clients, I think, you know, I kind of think the answer is like that whole mentality of no pain, no gain is -hmm. like, old. like we don't, that's not scientifically sound. That Mm -hmm. is not Mm -hmm. evidence-based. We're really like meeting the client where they're at and starting there. And so, you know, if you have a health issue that you're like, today's not my day, like, don't, don't work out, out. like, don't do it, you know? Um, But I think like small progress over time, like we can really see the difference Mm -hmm. and, you know, it is important to have strong bones and strong muscles so that you can support Mm -hmm. all the activity that you want to do.
0: Right. Yeah. Um, Yeah, that's good. And that's something that I'm going to actually talk about with all my clients, especially with like, you know, who are struggling with like different autoimmune type things. Um, Let's talk about, so you schedule this, we'll talk about how you schedule at the end. And what, if you don't have any equipment, like what equipment do you actually need to do this program? Do you need like a whole set of weights or, you know, do you need to buy a home gym? Hopefully not.
1: So, so, uh, really people have started this program with like just a mat Mm
2: -hmm.
1: and, um, you know, based on their goals and based on that first 30 minute assessment you need, you don't need any equipment for that first 30 minutes okay so based on that when no- when people have like nothing mm-hmm. I made a couple recommendations um and that can also be based on like the person's budget okay so um you can start with a set of three resistance bands
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, you can also start you know we could start with a pair of uh lightweights and a pair of you know heavier weights again that mm-hmm. weight is going to be change debate
0: based on the person depending
1: on the person yep. um, but you know with a program like this you are going to quickly need to put more weight on so like if it is in the budget and mm-hmm. can start with you know maybe like three or four sets of weight you know there's different okay. ways to like one 12 pound weight you don't have mm-hmm. to get the set but like that's kind of part of that assessment and like how it's gonna fit into your lifestyle right. mm-hmm. you definitely don't need a ton of stuff
2: mm-hmm.
1: but you know I can design a program for like what people have so like if right. they have uh like like a trx mm-hmm. you know uh like we could those are like those straps that you
0: yeah use. the straps that hang down um I don't know, know any client I don't think any of my clients have it at their house but
1: Really, I, I yeah. think a lot of people got them because they're like easy to travel with and you can, like, oh.
0: yeah. In. yeah, yeah.
1: But, um, you know, it doesn't take up any space, you can put in a right. basket, yeah. Um, but yeah, like we can work with the equipment that you have. And then, you know, one thing I know a lot of people, you know, won't want to do this, um, and won't want to leave their house. Uh-huh. But, like, if someone was like, you know, I think I really want some access to some more stuff,
0: mm-hmm. like,
1: we can program for that too.
0: Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even think about that.
1: Yeah. Um, you know, but like, so basically how this works is that your body adapts to the stress that you place on it. Okay. So for example, if someone is lifting lighter weights and we're increasing the amount of reps that they do, Mm -hmm. their body is going to adapt to support like muscle endurance, like higher levels of muscle endurance for that. Because that's what we're training. We're training them to lift for like longer periods of time. They're doing, you know, 20 reps, but at a a lighter weight. At a lighter weight. So then if somebody comes in and is like, I want to get really strong,
2: Mm -hmm.
1: you know, we're going to program shorter reps. So maybe even just four or five reps, but at heavier weight. Because mm-hmm. I could do 20 reps of something at a lighter mm-hmm. weight, but like not at this higher, at this right. higher weight. What
2: right. we're
1: really training for that second person who comes in with the, and they're doing fewer reps at a heavier weight is, mm-hmm. you know, that's going to be for like max strength. So that's okay. what their body's going to adapt to is like, you know, if you're going to be stronger, but right. shorter,
0: for shorter, for shorter
1: bursts. So, um, yeah, so it really does yeah. depend on like what your goals are and the equipment that you have right. available. And I can, you know, and as we go, like I can also make suggestions. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, yeah, I feel like I'd like a little bit of uh, max strength. I'm definitely that client who's like, oh, I'll just do 20 of this like three pound weight. I know three. I only have three and five pounds, but like. Right, well, and yeah. that, that
1: strength, um, the class like there's that option is always available, right? Yeah, yeah, because it's right. like a beginner, you yeah. know, it's intro to strength training. So you do you want that? Uh, you want that endurance for your muscles? You need to build that first before you can't just like oh, go okay. build max strength. Like you have oh, to.
0: Oh, see, and- that's good. It's like I didn't even know that. I'm thinking, oh, maybe I'll just go buy myself a 10 pound yeah. weight now. I can do. Well, you know, right. right. So tri- I mean, you have been working
1: on that. But, you know, like if someone came in for this first time, right. You know, we don't want the goal, you, you know, in order You're to. You're not starting out with max that strength. To take before you can, you know, build to um, max strength.
0: Right. That's important to know. And um, thank you for clarifying that because I feel like then people be like, oh, okay, I'm going to schedule a session. I've never worked out before. Here I go next. And I mean,
1: there's a lot of variables that can change within a resistance training Mm -hmm. program too. Like uh, I had, like, so there's a tempo in there. So you're going to know exactly how quickly I want you to move the weight up and then Um, how quickly I want you to let it down. mm -hmm. And so like that changes uh, rest in between Sets is a variable mm-hmm. that can change. Like there's a lot. There's just you know we can really.
0: Yes, I know that you're always like playing with tempo in the group class. You have thirty seconds rest, thirty seconds yeah. cardio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that makes a lot of sense. That's helpful to sort of break it down like that too. Um, all right, that's great. And let's just just you know I think you clarified a lot. This is all really great information. Um, hopefully it shows people why you know, lifting weights is really important, especially as we start to age. And then just to end each episode, we talk about like three actionable tips that people can put into place today. So let's say someone is lifting weights, right? What are three tips that they can do to help their programming?
1: Yeah. So the first one Mm -hmm. um, that people can do is... um, you know, really connect the breath to the movement. Okay. Um, so that's something that we work on a lot here at Brooklyn. Yeah. That was going to say that would make sense. We're going to be like, okay. And so like a quick little tip on that in general Mm -hmm. is, you know, you'd want to exhale on the effort. So like, if you're doing a squat, the effort is as you're coming up. Mm -hmm. So you're going to like inhale on your way down and then exhale on your way up. Yes. Um, another thing that you can put into place right now is you could start using RPE. You could start using that rate of perceived exertion, um, to kind of like log your progress. Right. Mm -hmm. You can say, you know, like you set your rate of perceived exertion. Like Mm -hmm. I want to be a seven out of 10. Mm -hmm. And then once you do, you know, the same exercise over, time, you know, you can really use that to kind of like see your progress. Like, Oh, I did, you know, 10 reps at 10 pounds. And then four weeks later to get to a seven, you know, Mm -hmm. I either could do, you know, 10 reps at 15 pounds, or I could do 20 reps at 10 pounds, you know, just, um, and then, uh, the third thing that Mm -hmm. I, uh, always like to remind people is to you know before you start an exercise you want to start in an athletic stance so if you're doing something with like two feet on the mat you want to make sure that you know you're in alignment maybe take one round of breath um to use some pilates talk mm-hmm. like zip yep.
0: yeah um
1: slight bend ankles knees and hips like you are like mm-hmm. ready um okay. just you know you see an athlete like getting set up for a race like you're right or any sport that they're doing like you mm-hmm. you're in like that's your ready position that right. athletic stance
0: yeah and finding that first which is sort of the same in a lot of our classes is like you're finding your neutral spine so right. like really setting yourself up in the right alignment first just I assume for like maximum benefit
1: mm-hmm.
0: well and to avoid injuries
1: to avoid injury really yeah
0: right yeah Um, those are three really great tips that anyone who is currently doing a strength and weights workout can put in place today. So those are great. Um, Kristen, thank you so much for joining us. This has been really exciting, hopefully for our listeners to learn about this new program. Um, if you would like to book a session with Kristen, again, like we are officially launching this, um, next week or in June. Um, but she has been working with clients doing this program, um, since 2023, So to find this program, you just go to our website, www.brooklynandbody.com. You would go to the scheduling tab and click on individualized home program. And there's a sign up button at the bottom, and then you'll be scheduled within 24 hours. So to our listeners, if you know anyone who would benefit from this episode, please share it with them. And if you'd like to connect further, you can um, email Kristen at Kristen at brooklynembodied.com. You can follow us at brooklynembodied on Instagram. And thank you so much for listening. I'll see you next time on our next episode of Beyond the Mat.